0: Hey man, this is Dennis from Spirit in the Room, and you are listening to the Phantasm podcast. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby.
1: Phantasm. Did you know something? I sort of enjoyed it.
0: Phantasm. Sell the metal. Sell the metal. Sell the metal.
1: Phantasm. <interfering> <screaming> <speaking up> <speaking up> Hi, this is Doctor Vincent West, medical doctor with the Phantasm podcast, and I'm very excited to have. Dennis Sanders, he is the front man for Spirit in the Room. They have an amazing EP that is coming out on Housecore Records, and uh, it comes out very soon, and my phone just froze, which is fantastic. It comes out August 26th. It is called Flamingo, and how are you doing, my friend, Dennis? Thank you for doing this. I appreciate you.
0: Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I can't complain. I'm here with you.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, and just to jump right into this with you, uh, for me and for our listeners, uh, when they hear this, um, tell us a little bit about spirit in the room and how that came to be for you. Just your, uh, just tell us about spirit in the room. Tell us how that, that became a thing, uh, that you're, uh, that you're doing.
0: after several years of playing in other people's bands. Gotcha. uh, I I had always just kind of wanted... I'd always kind of heard things in my head that I wanted to do. And and so I just... I guess... I I Actually, I borrowed a friend's laptop um, in like maybe 2007. Okay. And uh, I started learning how to... Record myself, but yeah, I record the sounds in my head. And so once I kind of got a handle with that, I I, I quit everybody else's band <laughs> and and started making, you know, focusing on my own the sounds in my head. So,
1: well, this EP is incredible. Um, I'm so new to the band. I'm a huge fan of uh, really anything Housecore Records puts out. We always try to do a lot of uh, promotion for them here on Phantasm, and I was so excited to get to speak with you today. Um, can Thanks. you tell... Oh, thank you. Uh, can you tell us how did you guys come to be with, with Housecore? Can you tell that story?
0: I did, uh, I did a record with um, John Jarvis. Okay. Was a, part, was a part of Scour. We had a side project. Nice. Uh, and um, he ended up hooking me up with them. We we're going to open for Scour. uh, We had a show where we opened Scour at the Whiskey in in Hollywood. And um, I met Phil and Kate that night, and we hit it off. And, you know, slowly but surely, it started to form into what it is now. Um, We actually officially did the deal right in the middle of the pandemic in 2020.
1: Okay. And,
0: uh, yeah, that was basically how that ended up happening, man.
1: Love, love the label. Uh, love Phil. We've had Phil on a couple times a few years ago. Uh, love a lot of their bands. Uh, we just had Childbot on. Uh, some of your label mates there. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, but so excited to have. Man, I really fell in love with this EP. It's it's really really cool. Um, I guess we'll kind of jump into that here. Uh, so tell. Tell us uh, the the opening track of this is uh, if you must. What can you tell us about that track?
0: Um, it was born from the intro, man. Uh, you know, it, the sure. song kind of came from that. Um, yeah, it was just a song I had written. Um, right in the right in the thick of the pandemic. Most of the stuff is... These are all, you know, pandemic songs. And when that gotta hate saying that, it sounds terrible. But
1: well, um, no, it's. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, it, it is what it is. Sure. You know, like the pandemic is something that we've, we're. Uh, it con- and it connects us all. Indeed. Also. But um, yeah, that song kind of came out of that. To me, it's got a waltz to it. You know, it's kind of a a march. You know, kind of a a, a a march to it. There's something very stiff about it. Lyrically, man, it, it lyrically it's about people that know you. You know, people that you can't hide from sure. because they they know you. You know, they know your spots. They know your they know your mannerisms. They know your truth. And um, yeah. I... I think I was able to capture the life I was experiencing at the time fairly. Uh, I, I, I was—I'm very happy with what I got out of that, and it documents that period of time very well for me. To the point where I have a bit of a hard time listening to some of that shit now because it takes me back to two years ago. You know, sure, but you know, it's about, yeah, it's about, it's about fucking. about being called out i guess you know you can't bullshit you can't really bullshit people that know
1: you correct yeah i love it it's a great way to kick this ep off it's fantastic Thank you, bro. yeah man it's That's it's really really good um and then track two, body what can you tell us about that track
0: body body is probably my least favorite of the bunch. <clears throat> it's a bit of a boneheadish kind of, it's very simple kind of bonehead riff. Like uh, when I say bonehead riff, I just mean like kind of caveman y. Um, lyrically, it's about uh, a, lot, a lot of the lyrical topics in that one touch on how full of shit everybody is you know how full of shit we've all become with seeing everything, believing everything we think and you know believing everything we see and hear and I it, think it I think it it, I think it, it, it's, it represents today's culture pretty 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 well um uh God man you know um it's an angry song. It's a pretty angry song. Um, you know, I was reading this book uh, called "The Cloud of Unknowing," and um, there is a weird, there is a line in that book: um, "I am your being, but you are not me." And I, 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 I aped that line from that book. Okay. But, um, yeah, man, it just kind of touches upon surrounded by people that believe everything that they see on their phones, you know?
1: <laughs> right. I love yeah. it. Great track. I love it even more now that I know what it's about. That's even better. Um,
0: Thanks, man. You know, I've always wanted to... I, I said this in a previous interview, but I, for some reason, man, just starting a song with the words, eat shit, I found, I found pretty appealing.
1: <laughs> of course. Absolutely. Um... The next track, so the bird of paradise alights only upon the hands that does not grasp, and kind of a two part here for you. Tell us about the song, but also tell us about your mini film for this track. Well, the song, I, I, I wrote the song
0: based off of the pulse that that intro, the, the, the doom doom, the intro in the beginning. The, sure. That I based everything off of that. I was messing with A a little fatty A Moog A little fatty synthesizer And I was I hit that sub And I just kind of Looped it man And I just kind of Sang to it And that that vocal melody Came out And I just kind of Built it off of that But um Lyrically It's a very Fucking Personal Song Um I don't want to say All the other songs Aren't very fucking personal But this one Is pretty touchy For me Um it's probably the most Uncomfortable song For me to hear back On the, on the record
1: Okay
0: Um Yeah Lyrically I, I at the time man I the, Right when the pandemic hit I was going through A bit of a separation Not a bit of a I was going through A separation uh, With my partner I was with For About 11 years Oh wow so it was a long time We were together And Things just weren't very good and then the pandemic hit and I had just the band had just kind of did a little mini west coast run okay and we got from tour and that's when everything the shit hit the fan with the world with the pandemic and then at the same time my personal life was in shambles and so about two months into the pandemic I decided it was I just I had to get the fuck out I had to get out from underneath that roof and I moved in with a couple of um Eccentric people that were... uh, I I say eccentric, man. I'll just straight up be... I'll be straight up with you. I I moved in with some fucking... Some pretty psychotic people. Okay. I I lived in this house for 11 months with these people, and I just... It wasn't a safe place. And it kind of made me reflect on my life. Um, It kind of made me look back on my life and wondering if I'd ever really felt safe anywhere, you know, and I kind of came to the realization that no, I haven't, you know, I've moved, I, I, I've i lived in a lot of different places in the country, I've moved around a lot, I've been tossed around a lot as a child in different places and different, you know, just constantly having to adapt to a new state or situation or relationship or whatever and, I touched upon that and lyrically in, in that song but I definitely realized okay at 38 37 years old like I'm living in a place that I completely feel unsafe and, and right. it was bad dude. it was a pretty bad situation that I was in and I had um, I had started a new relationship and it just, things were very different, man. My life had just kind of changed and all, you know, we're all going through this pandemic and, and this isolation together. Yet We're all completely alone. And so I, I don't know what else to do other than to, to write about how I feel or what I'm going through. So everything's, you know, a snapshot of what I'm going through in the time, you know, and that just happened to be a very, 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 uh, difficult time and so that's where that song came from and um, I'm very proud of it it's definitely my favorite song on the record the label they're, they're the ones that wanted to put
1: that out as the first single Okay. Um. and yeah I'm very very
0: very proud of that song but it is a bit difficult to hear for me
1: you know sure of course absolutely that's a very personal thing um and as far as the the mini movie, the video for this track.
0: Oh yeah, bro. Thank you. Thank you for, for asking about that, man. That's fucking that's that's American primitive right there. That's all Joe Cardamone and his brother Sean Cardamone, the Cardamone brothers. Okay. A lot of people might know Joe from his band uh his previous band was the Icarus line. Oh, okay. Um yeah, Joe is Joe is A polarizing artist, Uh, very uh, a very staunch individual, and and his brother as well. Man, I can't say enough good things about those guys. We're we're going to continue to work together, and I can't wait for you guys to see what we have cooking for part two. Okay, um, all of that, man, all of that. That's totally Joe Cardamone and you know his brother call him you know make keeping shit in order but Joe directs and he writes and I think I told him about this song and I had an idea I referenced a movie I referenced this movie called uh, You Were Never Really Here I referenced that movie to him and he goes oh I get it we're on the phone he goes oh I get it I get it revenge and I'm like okay okay whoa 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 you know I back up and two days later he's got the whole thing written out and- yeah, well, that's all, Joe. Man, usually I fucking I'm, I'm a bit of a control freak. I, I'll, I'll admit it. And, but you know, when you're dealing with 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 such a uh, with such a reliable and, and, and influential artist, you kind of just gotta let them go. You know, when you're dealing with somebody that you know can deliver, you just gotta get out of their way, and, and that's. That's all, that's all the Cardamone brothers Joe Cardamone and Sean and Jacob Mendel uh, He did the, the camera work American Primitive that's, uh, that's the team
1: That's really, really cool And again, I love the song um, uh, Thank you, brother Sorry that you were having to go through all of that But it's, it, it comes out in your art And it's an amazing track um, Let's see here So track four, uh, Venting What can you tell us about that track?
0: I, think, uh, I like chants. I, well, I kind of wanted to write a song with a chant to it. Okay, and I guess I can consider—I would consider the chorus and all that. I consider that a bit of a chant um, lyrically. Uh, man, there's, kinda, there's some like sci-fi vibes going on. Some cowboy sci-fi shit going on in my head when I think of the first verse. He stood for a second, fell to his knees, cursed his arrival. Arrival, indeed. Like uh, I just had some kind of the hitchhiker mixed with Blade Runner kind of shit going on. <laughs> that's awesome. Head. And then, uh, and then the, the second verse is, and uh, that's it, it, a very claustrophobic song. It's a very frantic and, and, and manic, claustrophobic song. Yeah, and that's that. I think that's the per- that that might be the simplest song on the record. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I do believe that that's the next single. Okay, I, I believe that's what the label's going with next. But um, that's a good song, man. That's a good song that we perform live. We we were test we tested the waters with that song a couple times live, man. And it always felt good and and it we it felt natural to deliver. I know my drummer, Philip Bailey, dude. He fucking has a blast playing that song. He's just able to surf it out, you know. Right. So he does, he does his shit on there, man. He's he's a beast. But my, my, my like, the guys in my live band are fucking amazing. Awesome. Um, they, this is the first time I'd actually incorporated my live band on the records, and um, and I cannot wait to, to to do it again. We're already we've already got the. Uh, we, we're already starting the blueprint for, for part for the, the second EP. I've got all the songs demoed up and everything. And I, I'm gonna give it to them and see what they want to add and, and take away and, and you know sprinkle over the top. And yeah, um, I'm pretty happy with that one. Man, I'm pretty happy with uh, the way the way these guys deliver. Man, the, Kevin Bombay, my guitar player fucking philip bailey these guys are these these i'm I'm honored to play with these guys they've been a part of this band longer than anybody else i started spirit in the room about 13 years ago and i've been through a lot of different people Uh uh-huh and these guys have been with me now for a little over three years and once they came into the picture it became a fucking a real band It, 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 it became something other than just a vanity project you
1: know sure It's a killer track Uh, This whole EP is fantastic And then the last track uh, Let's see I Used To Be A Machine What can you tell us about that one?
0: I Used To Be A Machine Is probably the Jack Torrance Of the whole record Um, Lyrically it deals with With a lot of I think I can speak for a lot of humans When I say we're constantly at war with ourselves Sure we're all of, we're all our own worst enemies, and I, uh, that song deals with that, dealing with your shadow self, you know. Lyrically, uh, musically, it's one of the first songs I've ever, one of the only first songs that I've ever written on guitar. I, I usually when I write a song I start with the drums and the bass, but for Machine, I actually started jamming on the guitar with the riff. Right and so I wrote that one off the guitar, which is not something that I usually do, and, and I'm really fucking stoked how it came out. I, I'm not a big fan of guitar. I, I, I mean, I'm a, I, am a, I hate that way it sounds. I'm a big fan of guitar. I'm just not, uh, I, I prefer rhythm, man. I prefer the bass and the drums, no matter sure. what's going on. Sure. And, um, I'm not a guitar hero, you know. I, I love a lot of guitar heroes, but, uh um, I pretty much like to stick to, to the meat and potatoes of it all. To me, a guitar is more like a garnish, you know?
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a very... I, I love that song, man. We, that's the song. We, we've been playing that song for a while in set, and, and it's all, it always delivers for us, you know?
1: I think it's, it's, it's really good. It's a really good way to end the EP, too. Um, <clears throat> Thank you. Man. I love the variety... Uh, Of the EP, and then to ask you about this, as far as um, what about the production and the recording process for uh, Flamingo? Dude, I'm so glad you asked that because this gives me a chance to talk about Manny, our uh, our engineer slash producer. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of his band, The Chavez Revealing. Okay. Uh, We had I had been meeting
0: with. I had met with a couple different producers and engineers with the idea of working on our, our house core debut. Um, usually I had done everything myself. Usually everything that's out for Spirit in the Room was engineered, recorded, mixed, and everything played, all that shit by me, by myself in a room. Oh, wow. And I wanted to do something completely different this time, and I wanted to um, make it less about me and bring more people into the picture to see what I met with a couple dudes, man. A couple names, a couple people that uh, I'm sure the audience would have liked me to, to would have been like, "Oh, I'd love to hear what you could do with so and so." Man, I uh, something about this guy Manny. I I'm a huge fan of his band, and, and he, he's he's the mastermind behind his band, the Chavez Ravine.
1: So right he's done shit for the breeders
0: he's done shit for retox um he oh he made a record by this band called Vaz. um i think they're a minneapolis band dude i could be wrong i hate to say that but they're a fucking really great band and i remember one day i was in the studio with manny i didn't even know this but i was in the studio with manny and i had mentioned that record um Fucking remember the name of the record itself, but the name of the band is Vaz, V-A-Z. And I mentioned this record, and I was like, "Hey, dude, I want it to sound like." We were working on a song, and I was like, "Hey, I would really like it to sound like it kind of was like the like it came from a helium, like a helium freon tank or something, like from an air conditioner unit, like this band Vaz." And he he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? That was the first record I ever made."
1: Oh shit.
0: And I'm like, holy, f-, you know, like, it made, it was just like, no oh shit, that's your sound. Like, I knew, I, the, the sounds were, they were, it was, they were very familiar between his band, and it, it just sounded, now that I know, it just sounds like a Manny record, that fast record. And So, he told me that, dude, I was like, soulmates, soulmates, right away, like, I don't want to do a record without Manny. Like, the record sounds the way it sounds because of Manny. Like, I... I can write songs and demo songs until I'm blue in the face, but until I give them to Manny, they they will lack muscle. You know, gotcha. they will lack the muscle. Right. Manny is the Manny is the muscle, he's the secret sauce. Everything he does is incredible. And so we made it with him, dude, and he, you know, it was a crazy process. Everybody was mm, mm, Afraid, nobody knew what was going on with the world and everything. We had no idea if this, would be, if what we, were, our hard work would even come to fruition. And um, but we did it anyway, man. And and I cannot, I, I we share a rehearsal
1: studio with Manny, is with him and his band as well. So Excellent. We essentially
0: recorded the record Flamingo in our rehearsal studio with Manny, and um, we're doing the next one the same way, man. You know, don't break away if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely can't fucking wait and and i highly recommend you your listeners check out manny uh suplex audio on instagram and you gotta peep his band the chavez ravine it's it's just it's devastatingly raunchy heavy shit
1: that's really cool (laughs) um thank you man yeah um are you guys planning any more shows anytime soon that you'd like to talk about or
0: yeah, we got some stuff coming up in October later on in the year. And then we got, uh, got some shit kicking around September and stuff. But right now we're kind of just working on the, the visual aspects of Flamingo and, and, and what people nowadays refer to as content. And, you know, we're focused on that shit, you know. And, and being that it's just us, man. It's just us and then we have a label. So it's, there's, it's not like we have a team of people helping us create content or whatever the fuck sure. it's called now. You know, like, so we're kind of just focused on and, and pushing this record as much as possible and creating as much, uh, just as much. We really want this to be a visual thing. Okay. You know, they, not necessarily like come get sweaty with us live kind of thing, you know. Um, the world is a strange place these days. Oh my god, helicopter!
1: Do you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they call the uh, ghetto birds out here in Los Angeles.
0: Ah. Um, yeah, they hover around quite often. We're we're just kind of focused on making videos and. and, and promo items and, and more songs we're, we're starting on the second EP um, so yeah we, we spent the beginning of the year playing out and doing shows and testing the waters for how the you know how the songs feel live and whatnot. now now we're kind of just kind of sitting back and seeing what happens with everything we're creating behind the scenes you know
1: sure sure well this EP's amazing it's really really good um, I Thanks, love man. He, he did an outstanding job on the production you did an outstanding job with the songwriting your band is fantastic and kid's spirit in the rooms flamingo ep comes out august 26th on housecore records and dennis thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate this i hope we can do this again sometime thank you vincent much appreciated i'm a big fan now man i this was my introduction to you guys and i love it and i can't wait to see what you do next it's really really interesting yeah, stuff and I appreciate you sharing on every track. It's really, really interesting to me, and I find this the EP is very, very cool. So, um, thank you so
0: much, man. Yeah, I can't,
1: I can't tell you how much
0: I appreciate it.
1: Thank no, you, dude. It's it's a it's a killer killer thing. I can't wait to hear what you do next. Yeah, we'll do that. And let me
0: give a shout out to uh, Hardcore Grooming Products. They've uh, recently supplied me with some uh, some stuff for my my beard.
1: Okay, go for it
0: <laughs> So we got hardcore grooming products, man I'm using that uh, soily Clean Beard Wash And that uh, <laughs> We got the uh, I Hate Germs Hand Sanitizer, man Hardcore grooming products are pretty badass I like them people a lot
1: That's so awesome thank hey, yeah. <laughs> Dude, thank you for doing this I really appreciate it We can do this again sometime I appreciate your time And it was a killer interview Thank you so much
0: Anytime, Vincent Yes sir, you too. Phantasm. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.